Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Hello, welcome to the Six Show Podcast, Copen and Copenhagen on ninety-seven point seven FM. The man who's talking right now, that's me, and my name is Owen, and there's another guy next to me, and his name is Marius. Hi, sir. This is your modern guy to living in the city of Copenhagen and talking about Denmark as a whole, and also, you know what, we talk about Scandinavia and the Nordics in general. The Arctic. The Arctic in this episode, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we talk about a lot of things. Marius, what are we going to be talking about on this episode? Well, we'll start with the news roundup. Oh, yeah. Then we have uh, an interview. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're dipping our toes in uh, the uh, Arctic pool again oh yeah uh it's cold <laughs> it's nippy but we love it we, we, uh, we'd be lucky to get our toe back oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no we have a fascinating talk with laura jensen who is uh, one of the organizers of um well a music festival owen uh-huh. would you believe it uh, a music festival called arctic sounds um from uh, greenland fascinating stuff yes she was kind enough to uh yeah we called her in greenland It's fast. It's amazing. It's amazing. Technology. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> you could call if anyone has. A, you can pretty much call anyone with a phone now. You know that. That's how it works, right? I've never believed it. Still really. doesn't. You still don't get it. Do I don't, you? you still no, don't get I, how it I works. I get it. I anyway, get I'll, it. I'll explain it someday. Okay. And after that, and and then we'll have some hot tips and call it a show. That that sounds like a show to me. It better be. <laughs> Let's get into it. You're on sick. The news. The news. Well, um, th- there's a new uh, vaccine. What? There's a new vaccine. Really? Yeah. The first Danish vaccine. Are you get- This is actually news to me. I didn't know this. Really? No. Yes. Uh the first Danish uh, COVID vaccines uh, jab will be giving uh will be be be, be delivered today. Mm-hmm. The first person is going to get a jab um uh, today on the 15th mm-hmm. where we're recording mm-hmm. Monday, 15th of March. Um the uh, yeah It's uh, it's been uh, named the APNCOV2 vaccine. Ah, right, it just rolls off the tongue. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, uh, and it was uh, funded uh, by the uh, yeah by the EU, but the vaccine was developed uh, with researchers from uh, Copenhagen University as well as researchers from the universities of uh, the Netherlands and Germany. And uh, it's been, uh, it's yeah, as most vaccines, uh, it's been tested on animals. And uh, according to uh, Adam Battleson, who was a lecturer at the Copenhagen University and uh, one of the researchers uh, who was a part of uh, developing this vaccine, uh, he says that uh, it has exceeded expectations, these tests. All right. So um, that's promising, sure. uh, especially since... Uh, uh, AstraZeneca, uh, well, I guess they also exceeded some expectations, just not in a positive way. Mm. Um, we're still trying to figure out what's going on with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, so um, you could say, why another vaccine? Why another vaccine? Exactly. Uh, well, uh, most likely, uh, we will need several vaccines, uh, sort of vac- vaccination rounds, uh-huh. um, as well of as, as sort of the, as you can see with the AstraZeneca vaccine, the quality of the vaccines can definitely be improved. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this, this, it's also kind of a, it has a different sort of. Um, Approach, you could say, this vaccine, uh, in the way that it comes it's from the, like the, like the, the soft approach. It's the, softer the, approach. Hey, 
hey, hey. it's very gentle. No. How about, uh, how about, how about no? How about, about no? How about, how about no, Corona? <laughs> how about we go somewhere else? <laughs> like to Mars. I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, the, the, sort of the, the, the way this one works is that the active component, mm-hmm. uh, normally sort of in a vaccine, you would give something that sort of is the actual vaccine, just a small dose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But here, this com- active component uh, will more sort of mirror what the COVID vaccine will do. So it's not sort of giving really? you the vaccine, but it's more sort of emulating or mirroring the how sort of uh, the COVID vaccine's response is. And, and, and this will sort of uh, make your uh, immune system uh, have a strong reaction. I'm having, I'm, I'm, my brain's not, I'm not, I'm not getting this one. So it's a, it's a synthesized, 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 that word. Yeah. Synthesized. 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 Is that, is that it? I think so. All right. Uh, but no, it's not. It's so. Is it? A, is it? A, is it? A, is it a variant of? But uh, how did what? It's so the way I understand it yeah. uh, from reading this article is that sort of it, it basically just tricks your immune system into thinking that this is something that it should sort of uh, react to sure because you need you need to get white blood cells blood cells to fight right mm-hmm. uh, but like you said the way that's been done in history is by putting dead versions or like unaffected versions of the virus mm-hmm. into your body so like the smallpox was you got cowpox instead they used to put a different type of pox but it was the same virus so I, I I it didn't make this. It wasn't that clear in this okay. article. All right. but like I won't, the, 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 I'm sorry. So I the way I, I understand, I won't push. Yeah. I won't push. <laughs> I I was not part of the <laughs> I'm uh, just, team I'm just that re- developed this. How you trick the body into this? The the the. Yes, it did not go into that in this article, and I'm sure that's very sort of complicated and way uh, above my. Uh, Pay grade. pay grade, yes. In the in the the, the health ministry, yes. <laughs> okay. By the way, I should talk about to my employers uh, <laughs> about getting some money. Uh, but yeah, so so that it it emulates or tricks your immune system to thinking that this is a virus that, uh-huh. and then it will sort of start uh, producing white blood cells okay. and sort of uh, fight it. Okay. Uh, and it should trigger a strong reaction, according to uh, this Adam Bellson, mm. who is part of the research team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not only that, it should also sort of have a longer effect uh, and be sort of longer lasting. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So um, that's that's promising for, uh, for, for uh, yeah, sort of also the... <laughs> Because we have sort of the AstraZeneca and the whole EU has been sort of, uh, yeah, we haven't gotten all the vaccines we needed. No. And uh, there was this Metaflex and going to Israel to talk about making a, uh, a factory to yeah. produce new vaccines and yeah. stuff like this. So. And as the saying goes, what was it? You can't build a factory in a day? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but a, a little little side thing on the AstraZeneca. Why can I not speak today? Um A lot of people have pulled. A lot of countries pulled out. Yeah, but more, more. but the reasoning is generally they don't know what's happening, so they're not going to risk it. It's mm-hmm. not that it's done. It's not that it's certain that it, the it vaccine is blood causing clots. blood clots or has killed people. It's just there seems to be some sort of correlation, and they're not certain, so they've stopped mm. using it, which is fine, and it's their prerogative. It's the countries choosing it because the WHO has come out and said, "Fuck's sake, just keep using the thing." Oh, have they? Yeah, WHO okay. said 
please keep using it. Mm. Uh, now I do, this is of the, at the time of recording and the last thing I, I looked it on so that might change as yeah. shit I know does. Sweden is uh, I read today Sweden are still sort of going using AstraZeneca yeah. so but they've also been they're doing it very differently they're, they've <laughs> really come about fucking yeah. arse over arse over shoulder for this one right mm. they're, they're, they're the whole thing tits but, over um, knees yeah, side boob the whole thing yeah. um, oh so much <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's it, it's a it's a complicated moving, for sure. Uh, it's all in flux. Um, you know what's also complicated? What learning Danish? It darn is. But uh, and 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 from speaking to uh, expats uh, or uh, people trying to learn Danish, yeah. uh, I've 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 heard very little, very few people have said sort of it's a fun experience going to these uh, Danish lessons. <laughs> no. Uh often it's after work, uh, especially now in the winter months where it's, you know, it's not exactly you just want to go home. Yeah. Uh get under your duvet. Yeah. Have a little pot of tea. Yeah. Eat some biscuits. Absolutely. You don't want to be in a Danish lesson. No. Class. Yeah. But and and this is maybe a positive thing that has come from Corona in, in general, because um, uh, as as you know, a lot of uh, companies, everything went online, and so did the the language uh, lessons, mm-hmm. um, Danish classes. But that has actually been a, a positive thing, uh, uh, and um, they've been quite good uh, at uh, something called uh, UC Plus in Copenhagen to sort of. Uh, yeah, adapt to sort of teaching online, mm-hmm. and uh, they are offering these. Uh, they offer free lessons, um, and and according to to them, st- uh, students have been uh, sort of thriving during lockdown, um, doing these online classes. Okay, maybe because it's also less intimidating. Sort of, you're in your comfort of your own yeah. home. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you don't have to sort of worry about this. All, oh, I'm with a bunch of new people, also, or yeah. Uh, There's not if you're an extreme extra extrovert sort of you're constantly trying to <laughs> chat people up and interfering and stuff like that. So it's actually made. <laughs> that was a of, weird little side thing you put on. Is that is that what you were like? Or <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm a fifty fifty. Sometimes I'm an extreme introvert. Sometimes I'm an extreme extrovert. Huh. Um, so, but yeah. Um, Like even with the sort of restrictions slowly being eased up, uh, the online learning has sort of continued. Uh, with many students sort of uh, preferring this actually, mm. uh, and this has also meant that um, sort of they've because they saw a drop. Um, for example, um, in sort of 2018, also because there was the whole uh, the sort of the decision of the right-wing predecessors predecessors to the current government they started charging for lessons mm-hmm. so you had to pay mm-hmm. uh, that has been uh, sort of uh, pulled back uh, for resident permit holders they can now learn Danish for free um, but that had uh, sort of in 2018 and 2019 students numbers fell by 75 percent wow yeah so that's a lot uh, but uh, these UC plus in Copenhagen have for example they've seen sort of that their uh, students uh, Uh, it's gone up from 500 to over 2,000 in the f- sort of students. Excellent. So it's been a, quite a yeah a, a, a boom. But it, it is it is also one of those things where you know when you're in lockdown, you can't go to work, you don't know what you're going to do, 
and you have that list of things that you're like, oh, now I can. True, true. There's also there's yeah. also nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> You've yeah. seen all of Netflix and YouTube yeah. and HBO and all of that. Yeah. Uh, so that probably is <laughs> <YouTube>. also YouTube. <laughs> I've watched all of YouTube. Yes. All of I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm pretty sure I'm getting there. Uh, um, so I'm sure that has an effect also. Uh, but I think it's no, a, no. But it's a good thing. Like, I think I'm it's not, a positive I'm not, thing. Um, I'm not dissing it. I'm, I'm, no, I think, yeah. like, I mean, but also like generally, you, I think you'd find a curb once that's changed and like the, once there's like there's a um, like a what's the term a. Um, Like a critical uh, number of people learning, that'll just become popular again. You know, like more and people will get into it. You'll have because it'll just be more common for non-Danes to understand a bit more Danish or slip into it when they're around other people. So you're like, oh, actually, maybe I should get my shit together and learn Danish. Yeah, if you're the only one, then yeah, yeah, suddenly yeah. it's not. Which is something I have said to myself a few times. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've actually yeah. never thought about that because there's that whole sort of well, Danes are so good at English and. And uh, if you just if you try to speak d- Danish to mm. uh, a Danish person, they will either not understand you or quickly switch to English. Mm-hmm. So you never get to practice it. But maybe mm. it's also because there is maybe that aspect of the fact that sort of staying in your expat bubble, you're just using English or your yeah. own native tongue or whatever it is. But, but yeah, if more sort of uh, non-Danes. Mm-hmm. We're able to speak it. Yeah. That would probably also. Uh, I, I I certainly feel um, guilty. You feel more sort of oh shit! I should yeah. Definitely when do when this I when I'm with non-Danish you know. friends and they can like they can get by in with Danish, yeah. I, in front of me, I'm like ah oh, shit. Yeah, that's my excuse. <laughs> and then I quickly come up with an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of excuses, oh yeah, Meta Frederiksen, uh, she needs one. Oh, um. At least I think so, uh, and also the European Parliament because uh, oh. they've started to put pressure on uh, Mette Frederiksen and uh, other uh, prime ministers or leaders of uh, European countries, mm-hmm. because according to Danish uh, sort of uh, police's intelligence uh, agency, mm-hmm. approximately 30 Danish children um, or children with a connection to Denmark are caught in a, in a refugee camp in Syria called uh, the Al Hol. Okay. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly, but um, uh, and uh, the circumstances for these children, sort of the, the circumstances they're living under, are, are quite dire. Like a uh, hunger and um, diseases are rampant in these um, refugee camps, and uh, these are sort of yeah, these are children who were born in Denmark or yeah, at least have spent most of their time in Denmark. Okay, but their parents uh, then. Uh, It is. They don't know for sure, but sort of the suspicion is that th- these parents went when out of join, Syria uh, to join yeah. ISIS mm-hmm. or, or some kind of terrorist organization. Um, and the war in Syria is yeah, 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 it's a suspicion, and yeah. and probably there's some uh, legitimacy sure, course, to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But also, there's a lot of other reasons to go. But yeah, anyway, sorry, sorry. Exactly. We're, exactly. we're not we're not ones to stipulate. Yeah, go on. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, these children are now stuck in these refugee camps and have been for for quite a while, uh, for a couple of years. And uh, as I mentioned, sort of the, yeah, it's very very dire situations. Um, and these children are sort of between the age of zero to fourteen. Um, 
So you might ask, well, why haven't Denmark or other European countries um, taken these children out, mm-hmm. done something about them? Mm-hmm. And uh, the official statement is that they want to bring the children home, but not the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the children are sort of, you know, in an age of yeah, from zero to fourteen, mm-hmm. it's kind of required that children, uh, that the parents follow. Yeah. Um, but the social democrats. Uh, Their fear is, or their sort of yeah, argumentation is, that these parents, as they are in, you know, sus- sus- suspected to have had some kind of affiliation yep. or joined <clears throat> some kind of terrorist organization, they they will cause too great of a threat to uh, the national security. Mm. Um, and I think this is complete horseshit. Um, fair, they might have some. Join some terrorist organizations, but they're currently caught in a they're in a refugee camp. Mm-hmm. So I'm doubting that they're sort of heavily armed and mm-hmm. <laughs> have a great network. But let's say they have. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you still bring the children over, and then try put some of these people on trial mm-hmm. in the Danish court system? You would save these children. You would f- be able to figure out whether these people have any terrorist or organ- sort of affiliations, and yeah, you would do a a, a service. Not even a service. You would like save some children's lives, mm. like uh, who are Danes. Basically, they're most of them are born and raised here, mm. uh, and they have had no influence on this decision by their parents. Should it have been motivated by joining some terrorist organization? Um, so yeah, I really, really hope that the sort of the the pressure from the EU um, Parliament, because it's not a law; it's just a sort of a recommendation, you yep. could say. Uh, will sort of push uh, governments across Europe to 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 see that you're out their ways and, and help these children. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just thought that was a tragic sort of thing. And yeah, the war in Syria is in general, and in Yemen, there's so much, and we rarely talk about these things. But I just mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah mm. caught my eye and uh, pulled at my heartstrings. I can see that. I yeah. can see that. Mm. Uh, speaking of heartstrings. I don't know. I'm just looking for it. I don't know how to get out of this one, so I'm just going to use that. Um, Strings is a, it's, it's a good segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, no, 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 it's not that. I'm going for another one. Um, oh, okay. uh, another protest this weekend. The um, just it, It's not news. It's just something I want to say. Okay, yeah. But I passed the um, Men in Black, the latest Men in Black protest. Oh, out in the Northwest? Yeah. yeah. It was huge. I'm not joking. It was like, a conservative guess is a thousand. Okay. Well, hmm. Conservative. Yeah. I don't want to put bigger numbers because I'm not. I'm not sure. But it was the full length from like the full uh, length of the cemetery packed. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, it's just it's just very. I'm very perplexed by the whole thing. Really. Um, mm. Little to no mask wearing, but I suppose that's the whole point. You're like you're 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 protesting yeah. lockdown and stuff. Uh, I saw somebody with a big sign saying free hugs, stuff like this, which is kind of, you know, um, I, I, yeah. But the one thing that really got me was they were, they had um, um, the, uh, torches, like flamed torches. They all had flame torches. Not all, okay, that was wrong, but they're, they're mm. en masse, there's flamed torches. Mm. And it's incredibly intimidating. Yeah. It's really aggressive. It's like tiki torches? Yes. Oh, and God. and and I, I I've looked up a little bit about what I can about these protests and they claim to be for Danish freedom and Danish people all over right and that and this one in particular for something they would wanted to do protest for the the um 
the homeless and 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 the the the, the, the poor si- sections of Danish society have been um, overlooked mm-hmm. with lockdown, right? Yeah. Which I'm sure there's conversations to be had about the, the, those issues, but like for sure, yeah. I I just I don't get the the mentality of the the the, the, the aggressive stance. It, it, and I'm only saying aggressive stance because it looks that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, okay. It yeah. looks that way. Well, there was uh, not from that protest, but uh, another one, uh, a woman who uh, I only skimmed this article, but um, she was uh, sentenced to two years prison mm-hmm. after being uh, she was she was filling in for someone at this protest to, to, to be one of the speakers. For like, okay. she, and she was like last minute kind of, oh, this person couldn't come or whatever. Can yeah. you go up and say something? Yeah. And and she did. Uh, and uh, I'm paraphrasing, but she was, she incited, she kind of, yeah, incited some kind of, or made a statement to some extent about sort of, and let's go wreck the city or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um. And for that, yeah, she's uh, gotten a, a two-year prison sentence. Really? Yeah, which is quite extreme here. Two, year, two, two years year is actually is, actually is this suspended or is she actually going? Is she actually serving time? I think it's actually serving time. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it's more than your average. That's maybe not a good way to say that, but a child uh, molester or something like that. They right, would get right, right, less right, right, right. than this. So you think like it's it possibly it, it's used as like a deterrent. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You, you, you could imagine that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's. But I and because I've, I've, I've I don't because the other thing I was like I wanted I want to figure out what's going on with this stuff. Mm. I want to know why people are doing it. And I was looking it up, and there's photos and stuff of them cleaning up after the protests. Mm-hmm. And like some guys did graffiti, and other people, organizers were cleaning the graffiti off and stuff like. So there's it's a very, I think it's a it's a peculiar one, and it's. Uh, I'm going to use the word dangerous one because you don't know what you're going to ignite into other people. No. One person can stand and say freedom and it's all for good. But when you get a mass group with aggression behind them who are in very, very stressful situation as it is, you might you might be throwing flames on, on, on Kendall. Yeah, no, no, no. you, you, that you don't expect to, you know? Yeah. It was, but that's the same with any protest. But and, true. And, yeah, yeah, and, it is. It is. You're right. Like they are exercising their their right. Uh, so you can't really, like, it was the same. You could have like Black Lives Matters. They protested. Absolutely. Doing, and um, yeah, and they're uh, exercising their 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 freedom of speech uh, or their right. Yeah, to protest and, and, and and civil disobedience and and all that. It's just, I I I I want to know whether there's a, like a legitimate. Uh, movement behind it, or or what they what they want to achieve by doing yeah, yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. That's that's that's. I can imagine it's quite fragmented. Like I think there's a lot of there's people who go in and like, well, I just feel like we should. Uh, yeah. And then there's people who are probably a bit more extreme and sort of. Yeah, uh, And I'm sure this picked. I'm sure this one on on Saturday night picked people up as it walked by. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. People were just like having cans and saw this. And we're like, oh fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You joined, know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing people in weeks. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, uh, let's. I, I'll if I might look a bit further into that one. But um, it was just something I I I wanted to bring up. And I'm not. Mm. I'm not on any particular side. Well, I've 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 aired what I thought. So yeah, that, that's what I thought. Now, 
Roskilde may not be going ahead. We really hope so. We've got mm. fingers According are, to Metaflux, yeah. yeah. we're going to have a summer of Roskilde. But I tell you what, is definitely going ahead. Mm-hmm. Arctic Sounds. Ooh. A Greenlandic music festival. Oh, yeah. Not only Greenlandic, Nordic. Not only Nordic. What? Yes. It's because, you know, Arctic. Yeah. It also involves uh, Canada. That involves Russia. So they've been they've been putting out calls. This is this is a, a, a beacon of hope and creativity and culture in a time when we're starved oh, yeah. for it. Now, although Greenland might be completely closed off, I mean you can't fly in unless you're a uh, essential worker. Essential worker. Uh, there are inside Greenland some uh, things you can do. So I think you can have about 50 people in a room. So there are ways of. Uh, organizing this festival in a way that people in Greenland are definitely going to enjoy. We speak to one of the organizers of Arctic Sounds, Lara Jensen from Sisimut in Greenland, and we started off by asking her to tell us a little bit about the history of Arctic Sounds. Uh, yeah, Arctic Sounds, uh, it was, the first festival was in 2013, and it's um, it's a Nordic music festival, and it's 100% non-profit and volunteer-driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means that none of us working on the festival are hired to do so. We all do it on a volunteer basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the f- uh, yeah, the festival, uh, the concept for the festival was developed by our director, Jakob Popa, along with some other passionate people in Sisimut. Uh, like in 2012 and 13 mm-hmm. uh, and the concept was originally a bit different but it has developed um, like the, the from the first festival and not till now it has developed to become what it is now where we have a lot of focus on um, the Nordic uh, and also we're also trying to like uh, work in more Arctic regions yeah uh, so like Inuit in Canada and also trying to reach out to Russia and Siberia wow. and stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's Arctic sounds, so it's both, like, we wanted to be both Nordic, but also, like, get the more pan-Arctic yeah. uh, part of it. I find it, um, fasc- I find it fascinating that, like, a Greenlandic festival is putting more effort into, like, cross-continent uh, relations than Denmark is. Like it, it, like it really feels like you guys have really gone out to kind of include Scandinavia as a whole with with your festival. Whereas, it it feels like it should be the other way around. It feels like Greenland should be brought more into the Scandinavian festivals over here. Yeah, but uh, not to be political or anything, but like that's usually how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greenland can. Uh, often be a bit forgotten mm-hmm. uh, in Denmark uh, and then like the rest of Scandinavia, but like obviously Denmark because we have a history and relation to Denmark. Um, but yeah, but I mean, oh, Arctic Sound is also kind of a way for us because we want to, the philosophy is kind of that it's, it's a lot of things, but one of the philosophies is also that we want it to be um, a bridge for Nordic music into Greenland, mm-hmm. but also mainly a bridge for Greenlandic music out into the Nordic countries yeah. and, mm. and subsequently to the rest of the world. Yeah. So Arctic Sounds is kind of more of a showcase festival, actually, where uh, we also invite uh, people from the business to come and experience it and experience Greenlandic music and 
uh, we're very proud that a lot of exciting collaborations and meetings have happened at Arctic Sounds uh, and kind of feel like it's kind of like our babies when we see them grow and work on new things and and take off on their own. And what so is that's really great. What is the music scene like in Greenland? Uh, there's a huge music scene. Uh, like there's so many people playing music in Greenland and there are new artists uh, almost every year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's um, it's mainly like uh, like historically able to know it has mainly been rock, uh, folk, pop. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's um, like it feels like there's a new generation of young musicians kind of like working more like uh, trans uh, transgressing genres mm-hmm. and uh, getting this more like international sound, but like with roots in the uh, Greenlandic, uh, both the language and and the culture and the cultural elements as yeah. well. And is there? Um, it's uh, it's is, it's is very there... rare for Greenlandic artists are singing in another language than Greenlandic. Ah, okay. Uh, is there is there a, 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 a like a um, a strong uh, support for 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 local music? Is there a good music scene for people to perform, or do people? Um, support the, the 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 music coming from greenland there uh yes i think so uh in my opinion mm-hmm. uh um of course it's anywhere it's it's of course hard for uh artists to like if you're new to it then it's hard to like how to go about in the business like um almost everyone are doing it uh, on their own mm-hmm. uh or they have uh, there's one record company uh in greenland no uh, way <laughs> but like mo- yeah like not 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 one but but like one major okay uh, one okay uh but like the 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 smaller ones are uh they're kind of losing their monopoly in some way but yeah. um I, I think like that's most a good people thing, are doing it, it them- yeah yeah i think so uh, yeah. also because they uh they up until now haven't really been doing uh stream streaming services mm-hmm. uh, so it's physically mm-hmm. um which is uh of course it's nice for the people who live in the smaller towns where the internet connection is uh, more unstable but mm-hmm. uh, but of course it's a bit frustrating for if you want to break through on the international scene that your music is not on this streaming services yeah. um but, but people are mostly doing uh everything on their own you have to be like very versatile like doing your own um marketing and being your own manager and everything like that but that is Uh, kind of also how the like that is the trend in the music industry i think uh, all all over the world to many degrees that sort of yeah because there are so many um there's so many platforms and there are so many more there's both more opportunities, but there are also so many more people sort of creating stuff that I think, mm. I don't know, when did that kind of happen in, in, in within the Greenland uh, music uh, culture? Because maybe you guys are actually kind of ahead of the curve in that sense. Um, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm, Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not that old and experienced yet, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think, I think it has uh, often been, I mean, it's, a, it's, it, we're a small country. We're only 56,000 people-ish. Mm. So uh, I think like when you're within that industry, I, I guess that's also the way in other countries and cities as well. Like there's a kind of community. So people know each other and, yeah, and it's easy to get in touch with people. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe maybe it has always been like that. I am not sure. I know some some of the larger bands, have, of course, have had have been using uh, external managers uh, or like yeah. found a friend who was good at doing that. But it but kind I of think mostly it's it kind of it, it's kind of going to slightly to your benefit. But the fact that Greenland is is for all intensive purposes closed at the moment uh, i think the that versatility is going to help with your actual festival i hope so <laughs> uh, i mean we've uh, i mean we've we've had we've really had to we've really had to think in in new ways i think uh, arctic sounds in that way is um uh we're kind of trying to uh broaden the concert culture if you can say it like that sure. uh because what people have usually been used to here in Greenland is these large, uh, it's very normal that you have sports halls in almost every city and mm-hmm. then you have a big concert with some big name that you can sing along, uh, where everybody can sing along to. Mm-hmm. But we're also trying to like amplify these more, these newer and more uh unknown acts and I give them a space and a platform to uh, perform mm. uh, and several Greenlandic bands have also played their first live act at Arctic Sounds. Oh, cool. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of also a thing we're trying to do. Like we have a few big names where we know they will sell all the tickets and everything. And then we have these, these uh, more upcoming acts where we want to give them a space perform as well and and the thing with Arctic Test Sounds is also that uh, everyone is uh, we work with a principle where everyone is equal mm-hmm. so everyone is also uh, like everybody comes and performs on the same terms mm. uh, wow. maybe except for someone that we uh, someone that maybe gets a longer concerts because they're the main act or something yeah, 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 yeah. In, in that sense everyone's equal Oh, it's very egalitarian. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it No Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> you get the same thing. You get the same is. thing as uh... <laughs> Yeah. You have to apply if you want to come. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Madonna. There's no skip in the queue here. <laughs> <laughs> But it does look like uh, something of a cr- uh, creative hub as well. Like it, you, I, I see that you have um, a lot of workshops, but you don't call them workshops. What what are they called? Uh, they're called Nordic playgrounds. Playgrounds, yeah. Uh, can you tell yeah, us a bit about those? Yes, uh, as I said, we we um, because like what if everybody if everyone's there for the festival anyways, mm-hmm. then it makes sense to do stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started off by like creating workshops and like with actual uh, teachers, if you can say like that, but then we also think there's something beautiful in this um, in this more of a spontaneous meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we noticed that it's it, it, there something something special happens there. 
Uh, so we wanted to grab that and then facilitate it in the best way we could. So the philosophy behind the Nordic Playgrounds is uh, we're playing, but it's serious work, but it's play. Like we're having okay. fun while doing it. Okay. So maybe we will, so the thing we do there is like, maybe we'll say, hey, you guys, it could be fun if you guys did something together here. We have a studio. Don't you want to uh, use it the, the next two days? Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll be like, yeah. And then some of the meetings are planned uh, beforehand before the festival actually takes place. And some of them we kind of make up on the go. We're really fan of loose planning and, you know, just going with the flow and see what's going to happen. Yeah, great. Awesome. What are, what, are some, uh, what are some bands you're excited for uh, that are uh, performing? And, and what should people check out of? Because uh, I must admit, my my own knowledge about uh, music from Greenland is 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 very limited. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, what should people check out? What should you, well, what are you excited about? Uh, there's uh, one of the big names now in Greenland is uh, a duo named Eva, mm -hmm. uh, I V A, and it's a duo by. Uh, a guy called Gustav Lunge Petrosen, who is in a also very well-known band, Inuk, and then the rapper, young rapper called Josef Stachek. And it's kind of, they do very different things, but uh, about, about a year ago, I think they released their first single with like this whole new sound where they merge like kind of, yeah, this pop, Hip hop R and B with the rap, and uh, that's okay. uh, definitely uh, a new name that is very hard to Greenland. Mm. Um, uh, also, there is the a young, also young uh, songwriter called Sika, mm -hmm. uh, C I K A, uh, that recently released her new uh, single called Deep Ocean. She's one of the few that. Uh, writes in English as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. So that's so that's kind of like uh, pop soul ish uh, okay, so from there's... Northern Greenland. There's yeah. There's like so many names. Like also and... Jens Kleist. And, <laughs> yeah. And so many genres as well. It's, it's it's very it's very um, eclectic. I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to ask how you got involved with the festival. Yeah, that's a fun story. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't know. I don't, I don't actually know how I got involved. Uh, <laughs> well, I do know. Uh, I was um, uh, so the director of the festival and like the, the guy behind it. His name is uh, Jakob Uba, mm -hmm. and he he is originally from Northern Jutland uh, in Denmark, but moved to Sisimiut in uh, two thousand six or something when mm -hmm. he became the leader of the music school. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, I was uh, I was ten at the time, and I was I became a student at the music school after a few years, and kind of like hung out there. Mm -hmm. And then I and then the festival started uh, while I was in high school, and we signed up as volunteers, and I got to be part of um, the songwriting workshops because I play music as well, mm -hmm. uh, and I had never really written any songs before, but it was like it was really nice to be a part of it also, like try it out. And then, uh, yeah, I got gradually more and more involved and 
and then yeah it, it kind of just happened like gradually over the years mm-hmm. uh at, in 2017 i think i started working at the music school uh, as a piano teacher uh, alongside jacob mm-hmm. uh, and then in the like in the mornings where we would and before the students came when we did all sorts of other things it, it became like started with like hey can you help me translate uh, this page and then or maybe you could send this uh, application to uh, this place and then like all of a sudden it was very high involvement and uh, even after i moved to study in denmark i yeah. i uh, i was still working on it and spend a lot of hours okay uh, so you're you're, you're quite invested in this then this is good you're you're this is a, yeah yeah cool that's amazing yeah i've been i've yeah i've been uh, i've been part of it somehow from the very beginning oh wow hmm. well but uh, that's also part of what we do actually because we have like i think we engage upwards 90 volunteers every year mm-hmm. uh, and of course we want to we want to make it a learning experience for all of our volunteers as well and we i mean it's a small town so so the volunteers are also some some like people that we see on on like in our everyday lives mm-hmm. so we know kind of who is who's interested in what and yeah and who is good at doing what things yeah. so we kind of try to to pair them and match them and also give our volunteers network and contacts and uh, and we've also been working on it, uh, establishing uh, a volunteer exchange program with uh, festivals uh, in other nordic countries mm-hmm. um it's still in it's still a, it's still a work in progress uh, but we've had volunteers in uh, in the Faroe Islands and in Norway, and we're trying to establish it a bit more. So we're also kind of working on, um, I, I can't remember the English word for it, uh, but... Say it uh, in Danish. Up-qualify, uh, up-qualify, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what that one is. Upqualified, that's what I would have said also. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, so so like the our volunteers they can yeah, they can go on from there. And we're like we have we've had volunteers also being like uh, discovered. I wouldn't say discovered, but like seen at the festivals and then uh and then have established contacts for other festivals. Like yeah. when I was when I was a bit younger and I was just getting into this, I uh, at Arctic Sounds, uh, I talked to someone uh, from a festival here in Nuuk mm-hmm. who asked if I could uh, come to Nuuk during their festival and be like the right hand of the festival director there. Oh, so, wow. so like to get experience in, in different. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's like it's a gift for them, but it's also a gift for the volunteer who goes out. Of course. Yeah. That's it. Sounds amazing. Um, and uh, we're sad we can't come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year. Um, yeah. But surely this must be one of the first festival music festivals happening, uh, at least in the north and in the Arctic. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing, but maybe uh, in 2021 in the world. I yeah. haven't heard of yeah a lot of other festivals <laughs> happening. So uh, this could be the first one. Um, um, and it 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 starts here on the first of April. But you have had some 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 stream stuff on happening. Am I correct in that? Like been streaming some concerts already. Um, or the thing that we did was that we kind of spread out the 2020 festival uh, to uh, 
a larger amount of different small events. Yeah. So okay. like I think once a month or something, we would have uh, an event in Cultural Center Desaranik, uh, which we called Arctic Sounds Presents, and then we would have one or two Greenlandic acts along with one or two uh, foreign, like non-Greenlandic uh, mm-hmm. acts streaming in their concert to the big screen. So it was like 50-50 um, streamed in and live, like, like streaming and physically in live performance. Yeah, okay, okay. And I think people in the beginning, they were kind of like, um, what is this concept even? But <laughs> again, we're also kind of like trying to work with like different ways of, of doing concerts. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's been the, with... the, 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 everyone has been trying to reinvent the, 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 any kind yeah. of live experience uh, these uh, yeah last couple of months. Um, yeah, but like the, the, the magic also is in that we, we meet and watch the concert together. So it's not it's not streamed randomly everywhere out to everybody who wants to sit in their living room and, and hear concert. It's streamed only directly to us. Mm. Uh, okay. And that's also okay. a way okay. for us to... Yeah, so it's also a way for us... Like We can also support the artists in that way um, because obviously we pay them to do the... So so the, so the so so the festival is pretty much. If you're not there, you can't be involved. Is that how it is at the? For, yeah, for, exactly. For, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're kind of we're we're, we're, we're kind of trying to work with something with uh, the cultural center in Nuuk, but hmm. it's kind of still work in progress. So maybe we could spread it out a bit more and. But it's still it's still a, uh, it still gives a, a, it's, it's still a special event, and it I think it. It it's still I think people will appreciate the fact that it can be like a, a private somewhat of private event and they can enjoy it as a group as a collective instead of this kind of yeah. like ma- like overall world streaming that's been going on for for everybody else. I, mm. I I think it it keeps the integrity of a festival there, you know, in, in these kind of yeah. mad crazy times. But yeah. it it will be a fantastic festival to get involved in internationally uh, when we can, but. Uh, For now, I want you to have a fantastic two weekends and we'll cer- be certain to keep up and up to date on what's happening. And also, uh, we're going to check out those uh, musicians you mentioned as well, because I think uh, Greenlandic music can be enjoyed by all of us, even though we're not at your festival this year. Thank you so much for uh, talking to us, uh, Laura. And uh, Yeah. 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 Thank you for reaching out. Big thanks to uh, Laura. And uh, yeah, sadly, we uh, cannot partake no. this year. No, we, we, we were... <laughs> we were really keen on getting there. Yeah, we thought we were going to be like the media. Yeah, we thought we could the uh, festival. Yeah. smooth Laura, but uh, she's not having it. No, no, no. The 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 uh, the, the it, we asked, and she said the country's closed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we're not we're not vital workers. No, yeah. so sadly not this year. But but still doesn't mean it's not going to be a fantastic event. No, no, <laughs> us not being there will have no effect on that. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just sad. It could be because uh, I, I loved I love this shit. I love the um, sort of music. I love listening to music where it's like, um, yeah, like a, a rap from Greenland or yeah. like soul from Thailand, yeah. and like like I think there's just something so interesting in how, yeah, uh, a genre of music can in like. Like inspire somebody and be like, oh, I want to do something like that, and then how their own culture sort mm-hmm. of cannot help but seep into it. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that sort of mix and blend can mm-hmm. just be so fascinating. Yeah. Like um, how it can sort of change or sort of elevate or create something completely new, mm-hmm. a new style or new genre, a new approach to uh, a genre of music, I think is, is so fascinating. Absolutely. So uh, super yeah. cool that they're doing this. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yes, yes, yes. So that's in a cold place. But Marius, do you have any hot tips for us? Oh, that was beautiful. That was a good one. I'm happy yeah. with that one. You're happy with that one? Yeah. Good. Well, Owen... I've got one for you. Hey, St. Patrick's Day is Wednesday. That's not going to be. That's going to be after this is aired. I know, but All it's right. lasting until the twenty second. <laughs> so I included it because it's fucking hard finding hot tips. So you got it right. Sure. <laughs> Are you actually going to put this in? Yes. There's a celebration of Irish culture and Irish Danish links, and uh, yeah, by following the St. Patrick's Day trail it's through. Called... Sorry, go on, yeah. Through Copenhagen, mm. you can hashtag be your own parade. That's their hashtag. Gee, I mean, cool, great, <laughs> nice, 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 nice. The route uh, will take you uh, by uh, ten stands. And sp- Just quickly clarify, this has happened. Well, on the twenty second. What? The tw- it lasts until the 22nd. Oh, lasts until the 22nd? Yes, which is oh, next Monday. Excuse me. Yes, yes, excuse yes. Excuse me. All right, That's yeah, keep going. I included it. Keep going. Uh-huh. Right. I've got my hot tips I down. should listen cl- more clearly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, carefully. Yeah, yeah, come on. From the 16th to the 22nd of March. Yeah. Uh, there will be a route with 10 stands where you can learn some fun facts about Irish and Danish culture. Did you know that James Joyce spoke Danish, Owen? Yeah. Oh, okay, well. There will be a quiz and you can win a hamper. <laughs> <laughs> Did James Joyce speak Danish? Apparently, according to them. And James Joyce uh, a lot of things. He, was, he used to live in Croatia as well. And apparently, I think we've mentioned this, I feel like I remember this. Van Morrison, he used to live in Venusa. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. He didn't live there because it sounded like his name, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No. What? Uh, the cocaine was really cheap in Venus. I can imagine. Back in the day. Uh, Van Morrison, <laughs> one of the most difficult men in the industry. Uh, uh, did you know that? Yeah, you do know that. But um, um, Shane McGowan got married here with Johnny Depp as his best man, or Johnny Depp at the wedding like two years ago. What? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Oh, there you go. Oh. Shane McGowan what? got married. Why? Was he marrying a Dane? Or? No. He just got married in in the t- big town hall in the um, middle of Copenhagen, Copenhagen. And Johnny Depp was at it. Canal. Yeah. What? Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I like. I'm. 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 I don't know. I was don't it, know why I did that. Was it a? Is he gay? Was it a? No. No. Okay. No. It's just a wedding he had in Denmark. At the city hall. Yeah. There you go. Very good. Well, there's uh, there's more hot tips. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a uh, piano days. Wait, hold on. How do we find out about the St. Patrick's Day tour? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you just go on uh, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> dot Denmark dot Denmark <laughs> oh, on Facebook I'll put a link to it uh, oh, okay, when we right. post the episode cool cool cool, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah if you don't know what to do that weekend um, fun fact about Facebook St. Patrick oh wasn't Irish what he wasn't Irish was he a saint uh, he was later a saint yeah but um, he was a slave brought to Ireland from where from yeah uh, Best guess is Wales. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, like it was it's like close by. It wasn't like, but yeah, he was he was a slave and brought to work uh, in the mountains 
um, as a shepherd. And um, yeah. So was the guy with the, the snakes, right? Yeah, but there's no snakes in Ireland. That's bollocks. Oh, okay. But yeah, he, he, he got rid of the snakes. Hold on, no snakes in Ireland. Because there were never snakes in Ireland. Why? I don't, because they, there was no they land bridge at the they time. They don't swim? Or? No, they don't. Well, actually, sea snakes do, but yeah. there's no sneeze snakes in Ireland. There's no sneeze snakes? <laughs> yeah, but no, no, true, fun, true story. True, true. Uh, uh, St. Patrick was um, a slave brought over to work uh, in Ireland. Um, so there's this beautiful, like... And then like, he, one day he was just like, there's no snakes on this island. But they don't know. Yeah, man. they don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> so one Irish guy went... Where do snakes go? Why, why do we have snakes? And he goes, because uh, I got rid of them. Yeah, I got I got fucking rid of them. And um, that St. Patrick is why um, the um, what do you call it the the, the green little um, fucking what's the little plant that we put on our lapel? Oh yeah, shamrock. Shamrock. Yeah, that's why shamrock is famous because St. Patrick um, used the shamrock to show the the Holy Trinity. Oh yeah, Jesus, the Spirit, and your man upstairs, the Father, the fa- whatever. It is. Well, yeah, it's been a while since I've been to church. Um, Speaking of church, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there no, is really? a there's a there's a concert church in Denmark. Did you know that? No, on uh, North Pole, on really? Rose Place. Is that a concert church? Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's something called Piano Days, uh, Copenhagen. Happening on the 26th to the 27th of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not as fortunate as they are in Greenland, where they, they can assemble a bit more people, so you will have to lime stream this. But uh, this is a two-day festival. <laughs> I'm doing the bop, 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 bop. <laughs> is that what it's called? What's it called? Iffy. You're doing the iffy hand. Iffy hand. Mm. The iffy hand. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't call it a festival necessarily. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, you can live stream uh, this uh, these concerts happening at the concert church where you can witness how artists from various uh, genres make the grand piano sing. Hence, Piano Days Copenhagen. Uh, there'll be some uh, yeah, genres from like jazz, classical, alternative rock, Nordic indie, and and this I don't know what is, but it sounds fascinating, and sound art a la mota on piano. I'm in. Yeah. That sounds quite cool. <laughs> That sounds quite cool. Sound art a la mota. Yeah. Mm, I'd have mine well done, please. That's mm, oh mm. wow. Oh, yeah. okay. Rare. <laughs> so uh, you can check this out. Search for Piano Days Copenhagen on Facebook. Great. Get your stream on. And uh, finally, just check out some Greenlandic music. Uh, she mentioned uh, check out the duo Eva or uh, Josef uh, Tarak Petrosen, the Greenlandic rapper, or uh, Sika, the songwriter who uh, yeah did it in English with the, the single Deep Ocean. Them the hot tips. <laughs> them the hot tips. Well, thank you very much for them the hot tips. Uh, Marius. Yes. That's the show. That's the show. That's the show. It's, we're done. I have a final hot tip. Oh, what? Bonus I, hot tip. Yeah, bonus hot tip. Yeah. For uh, for all you Brits out there. Yeah. Who uh, maybe are missing a good pub quiz. Yeah. I found one. Oh. An online one. Uh-huh. But you know, them. That's what that's we're doing what these is. days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought it was it was uh, Saturday evening. Me and uh, producer and the borough, yeah. uh, we were uh, we didn't know what to do. So uh, I searched for pub quiz on Facebook, and I found one. And uh, you know, we locked on, and we were a bit nervous. We paid a pound, but this pound goes to some charity. It's all good. You were a bit nervous. We because I don't know what to expect, and sort of Emma was a bit sort of ooh, like well, what's gonna like? Is it gonna be? 
are we gonna be accepted? Okay, are they gonna embrace us? Okay, because you know, yeah, who knows? Yeah, um, and it was so lovely. Yeah, yes, there was like it's a really tight knit community. Is like I I don't know if it's from an actual pub, uh-huh. uh, but this 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 guy sets this up and it's been running for a year now. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a it's a tight machine. It's a well oiled machine. Okay, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Yeah, and uh, it was so lovely. There was like first when we log in, and I think we were like. Five in the Zoom call in the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was some elderly people. Sure. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> You're being careful with being this. Careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. But they were very embracing and uh, sort of, it was a good quiz. Yeah. We came in last. Nice. Uh, 41 points. Brilliant. But it had some good, like, uh, really good topics. There was some music, there was some geography, there was some general knowledge, some sports, just like you wanted. Mm-hmm. And um, this, this, there was a there was an intermission song and dance moment because we were a bit confused because there was one of the couples who were uh, elderly couples we saw first. They were sitting in their living room, obviously, but they had like full on disco lights happening. What? Yeah. <laughs> What and we were like, on? oh, did they, did J- Janet and Ross, or whatever the fuck their names was. Janet and Ross. <laughs> right. That wasn't their names. That's from Friends. <laughs> you just use characters from Friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Be more creative. <laughs> there was no Janet and Friends. There was there a Ross. Was. There was. Was there a Janet? Janet. Janet? Janet. no Janet. Oh, my God. Oh, that one. Janet. Oh, she was called Janet? Janet. Oh, I like that character. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but then then suddenly uh, we saw more sort of, because we were like a lot of people suddenly when more people came into the Zoom call, um, this quiz. And <laughs> eventually, sort of halfway through the quiz, there's this moment where he puts on a song, the Superman song. You know this? Something about, uh, it's like, uh, we're the waving our hands, we're waving our hands. We're <laughs> we're skiing, we're skiing, not a, we're running, not a cl- we're running. What you're on about. Some, 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 some about some actions you could do. Sure. And then more people turned on their disco lights. Okay. Th- this was like a thing they do every every time they have this quiz. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we got up and danced a little bit. There was <gasps> a little dance into into mission. <laughs> then back to the quiz. <laughs> it was very lovely. That's nice. Uh, so I'll, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but I'll put a link into it. <laughs> It was a, it was a good quiz, and uh, yeah, all all the profits or uh, the money goes to some kind of charity. So great, yeah, great, highly recommended. They also have bingo nights. Ooh, bit of bingo, bit of bingo, bingo, bingo flaps. Yep. Uh, is that the show? Yeah, that's the show. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for clicking on the Copenhagen Post if you have done such a thing, and uh, uh, check out the Facebook page for uh, belated. Patrick's Day shenanigans mm-hmm. uh, check out uh, uh, Greenlandic music yeah uh, check out um, Piano Days Piano Days check out um, British funky dancey pub quizzes yeah uh, God, we got it all we got it all we got them all lucky lucky listeners yes. uh, that's it thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to you next week goodbye